Welcome, everybody, to the Bud's Creek Review Show. Thanks to Racetech. Racetech.com, Pulp23 is the code to save. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work serviced. Get it all done at Racetech. Great company. Great guys. Racetech. Use the code and save. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Bud's Creek Review. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for the downloads. Thanks for the discussions and all of that. Really fun show to do, as always, at Fly Racing USA on social media. Keep up with all of their riders, all the latest gear. 2024 is out. Uh, they've moved the BOA on some of their lines. They have to have new designs in the Evo, the new designs in the light, in the Kinetic, Kinetic Mesh. Formula S helmet is amazing. Please check that out. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for making it happen. Uh, racers, Jaleek Swole, making the podium this weekend in Fly Racing. RJ Hampshire, of course, Fly Racing, and many more at uh, Fly Racing USA. Please check them out at your local dealer at motorsport.com. Really appreciate that. And uh, great company, great great uh, innovations going on over there. The Formula Helmet, you have to check it out. Read up all about it. I, I beg you to do that. Uh, motorsport.com and Cobalt Links, we'll talk to you about later. Uh, Renthal, whether it's uh, Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger, or the Lawrence brothers, who all were on the podium this weekend with Renthal products, uh, sprockets, bars, chains, Renthal.com, 7-8 bar, fat bar 36, fat bar, twin wall bar. Remember when they came out with the twin wall and blew everybody's minds away? Pretty much every great racer and every great team has used Renthal along the way. Uh, it's synonymous with uh, innovation, quality, all of that, made over there in the UK. Thank you to Renthal for coming on board the podcast and check out their website. Really informative dealer locator, all of that going on at Renthal, Renthal.com. Maxis tires as well. Jace Kessler running Maxis to top 20 out there. Alex Ray putting Maxis tires in the main event this past year. Uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath. Uh, the new soft intermediate intermediate to hard tires are out. They got a paddle as well. Shop.maxis.com. A gift from the science nerds to you guys. Mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, Maxis.com for more information. And, uh, yeah, thanks to um, those guys for coming on board and sponsoring this show. And, again, CobalinksMotorsport.com. We'll tell you more about later. Two motos to go in the season. Lots to get into. We talk about designations. We talk about a lot of things on this podcast. And uh, let's get right into it with uh, JT, Weege, and more here on the show. All right. Now, as promised, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast to discuss uh, Bud's Creek and more, including uh, the SMX playoffs and uh, what we're looking forward to to that. Uh, is a couple of my friends, and we were all at Bud's Creek this past weekend celebrating what a great race it was 20 years since the epic 2003 race. First up, uh, the voice of the series, the the, uh, the play-by-play man with Carmichael in the booth, 
this past weekend. Jason Wygant, what's up, Weege? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 20 years, you did corner Carmichael to discuss uh, 2003 Bud's Creek first moto, right? Yeah, uh, talked yeah, to Carmichael, talked to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Figured I got all my bases covered, and nothing mm-hmm. was said. No, sorry, we just couldn't get it in. We only had, uh, I don't know, with the red flag restart and all that time. Um, we were only on the air five hours, so mm-hmm. it's hard to get it in, man. Yeah, thanks Thanks a lot, man. That's cool. It's hard to get Great. it in. Who could forget, though? Can't wait till you ask me for a favor. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the line, Fly Racing, the Formula S helmet, like I talked about off the top. Please check it out. It's, uh, it's a helmet with a brain. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. Um, I only saw Steve for about 30 seconds as he was uh, briskly walking away from me. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, we were all there. Yeah, while well, we stops by the media tent. You know, to talk to the little peons in the world. So we appreciate that, Weege. But uh, no JT at all? Mm-mm. No, too good. Well, I was yeah. coming over to talk to you, and then you were walking away from me as I was on my way to you. And then you oh, didn't wow. really talk. That so is fake wow. news. That is fake news. I it's walked not. back towards you, and we had a conversation. Yeah, well, you were easy. very, very uh, uninviting with the conversation. Uninviting. So I was like, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I felt unwanted. Oh. So I just said, you know what? I'm not going to the media tent. Okay, sure. Yeah, I bet I bet that was it. Because you're known, yeah. JT, for sticking around after the races. I was there till 6.45 on Saturday. You're well known for this. <laughs> 6.45 p.m. I what, was there. What time were we there, Weech? What time did we get done? You just walked away from him, Steve. No, that's not true. Uh, we had you a conversation. You walked away. No, we had a... You saw him, and you're like, nah. No, we had a conversation. We talked. Uh, you, you, would you say that you were very inviting and were like, "Yeah, let's talk." That that was not how that went at all. Um, I, I don't think I was not. Let's not talk. Mm. I don't know. Huh? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. Well, we each, and we were there late too, doing the grinding out the post race show. So. Yeah, that's seven thirty. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. I am known to leave as soon as humanly possible. But I, that's the latest I've been in a race since I was racing. I bet. <laughs> what was the occasion? Uh, I had some business dealings I needed to um, take care of after. Just people I needed to talk to. So Was Steve one I of them? dragged on. It was not. Oh, yeah. good thing, because that conversation wasn't happening. Whatever. Um, all right, yeah, we'll get into the restart. I want to talk about that a little bit. Or do you want to start with the restart? We start with the start? Sure. Uh, yeah, so Hayden Deegan. Wow. Uh, yeah, he got screwed. Eight-second lead, taking off. Uh, Hardy Munoz goes down. Do we know how Hardy is? Is there any updates on Hardy, by the way? I mean, he, he can take a hit. So, uh, you know, I assume he's okay. I hope, hope he is. In either I way. think they uh, – I was told that they the helicopter was on the way to pick him up. Wow. So yeah. I didn't actually see it, but I heard that this happened. So I, I hope he's okay. Did you see the crash? No. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. Um, oh, we uh, JT didn't see. It. We did find it eventually on one of the red yeah, flag. Yeah, I was like walking. Cams. Couldn't see my jerk cam. Yeah, couldn't see the jerk cam. Appropriately yeah. named. So yes. um, he swapped into the face of. Uh, is that big gulp? Is that triple up? Big yeah, gulp? that's big gulp. I mean, into the face like concrete wall. Yeah, into the face of the jump. Yeah, it was a, it was an odd crash, and it was a very hardy crash where you're like, what? exactly happened here i think he just broke loose high-sided threw himself into the face of of big gulp anyways uh so we did the restart hopefully he's well um 
we have a restart rule we've seen many times this year. We've seen it in Supercross. Staggered file restart. If the race is over three quarters uh, done, they throw the red flag and the uh, the results stand as it was. And if it's under three laps or 25% or something, then we see a full re-rack uh, of a restart. This restart fell right in the middle. And I had to ask somebody, I don't remember ever doing this again. Did we? When was the last time we did this? And I was told... Canard broken leg Washugal uh, was the last time that this particular instance happened where they go, it's under three quarters, past three laps or 25%, whatever, and it's a restart, full restart. You get the gate position based on your position of uh, of the previous lap. So Hayden Deegan did get first gate pick, uh, but uh, yeah, absolutely, uh, uh, really, really shook up that race, shook up my fantasy team also, I should add. Although Deegan is to blame, I feel, for him going down on the restart uh, because he was rather aggressive into the side of Tom Vial. Surprised Vial didn't go down either. Uh, Davey Coombs got a great photo of it too, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, do you guys remember this happening? Like, I remember the Connard broken leg Washugal up Horsepower Hill, but I don't remember that we restarted it like this, uh, Weege, but this was this was an odd one for sure. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I do remember the Canard crash. I'm pretty sure I vaguely remember it being a delay and a restart. Um, but yeah, I guess it really comes down to this. They don't have the staggered restart at any point in motocross. It's just not in the yeah. motocross rulebook. Right. It's just not a thing they do. So uh, it doesn't really matter what uh, time on the clock was. It's always going to be a full gate restart. I don't know if that's something they need to change. My assumption was that you just you have 40 bikes instead of the 20 or 22 uh, depending in Supercross, and maybe the start straight is not long enough for that. That, but it's um, kind of what I thought when I w- when we discovered yeah. there's no stagger. I'm like, it must yeah. be because there's not enough room to stagger 40 bikes. What 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 else could it be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know overall people are going to say I don't get it. Like it's the sport; it's one sport. How could there? How could the the rule books are more different than you think? The behind the scenes is more different than you think. To the point where there are two different AMAs involved with these series i know that's the most confusing day on earth there's the old ama which is ohio and that's mike pelletier who's still involved and there's the the ama sold to a new ama which is daytona which happened 15 years ago um and these two sides are now working together and this is all the upside of the snx besides these three races coming up is that eventually many of these things will be streamlined between the two amas the two series one rule book all this stuff um it does but as of now it's not I mean, yeah. JT, Hayden got number one gate pick. Okay. You know, that's what Whatever. he got for his work. But, yeah, that, that doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair. No, right. no, I, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, what do you, where do you come down on this rule? Because I, I thought, and, and that's on me for not knowing, I thought we were going staggered, like down the start straight. Yeah. I wasn't up on the rule book, so my bad. But um, I would very much like that rule to be implemented moving forward. But, okay, so just, with you. just off, I do too, but off the top of my head, uh, can you fit 40 bikes staggered down a start straight? Sure. Absolutely, you can. Okay. Two, on a start like um, Thunder Valley, would the number one guy be at the top of a hill and then the number 40 guy be at the gate and what a massive disadvantage that is? Or who cares? What do you mean at the gate? Like he's down at the bottom of the hill and he's got to go up a hill. Number one is going to be at the top but, but, of the okay. hill. Answer me this. If you're, say you're, you, things went 
awry. You've had a really bad first few laps and you're like 22nd, right? Think about Chase Sexton in the first moto. Things were just going to shit and really quickly. And it's halfway and he's 12th or 14th or whatever he was at the time. And you could tell him, hey, we're going to bring everybody back together. You're going to be going up a hill and you're going to be 30 yards behind the lead. He'll take that every single time. Like, I, I think okay. those guys, what you tell them, like, what the situation is, they're going to take that. Okay. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I know. I, yeah. I, there's a yeah. lot of scenarios I haven't yeah. thought of. I totally understand that. I just, I it, think it's the better yeah. thing to do. Yeah. It doesn't seem right for Hayden to lead, to, to lose that lead. Well, for anybody, yeah. anybody, like, if yeah. you're like, no, I Cole, right? Like, Julie, luckily, got a great start the second time around. But anybody who's having a great moto, you just yeah. ripped that away from him. Oh, my, my, so. th- thanks, uh, thanks uh, AMA for my Ryder D and Styles garbage Pulp Mix Fantasy points because they were double yeah. when uh, when the red flag threw. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing the only reason the rule was ever written was because they thought maybe they couldn't stagger 40 bikes down a start straight. I, I have no idea why because, yeah, it doesn't seem fair. So, that might be something that gets changed for next year. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. That's yeah. a bad scenario. Yeah. yeah. But you guys with me on the restart and Hayden being a little too antsy? Yeah, that was on him. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, uh, he, youthful <laughs> over-exuberance. He came in like he was like a missile. Like maybe the, actual, well, he, the F-16, yeah. the F-14 thing actually was true. Right, right. <laughs> I wondered this race with, you know, like Unadilla went so terribly and all the pressure was off and he's able to ride, which we saw in that first the first start, we saw exactly that, right? He's just riding loose, no pressure, just pulling away from everybody. And then I think the the downside of that scenario where he has he feels like he has nothing to lose, so he just sends it into that first corner. That was the the other side of that coin. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know if he's in the championship, the championship lead, I don't think maybe he does. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he would not be so careless going into the first corner in that yeah. scenario. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully they they that yeah. I mean. Again, don't know if there's enough room on every start straight. Uh, maybe they can make it happen. I did have, of course. I'm trying to think. It, oh, go ahead. Are there any starts where it wouldn't? Like, if you go diagonally towards the first corner, like if you had to maximize the yeah. the room, I just can't think of a start where it would be a problem. What about someone had an idea of a pace bike? I don't mind that idea. I really don't mind that idea, JT. It's the you, same thing. You jump on JT. Jump on a uh, on a bike, and then you lead them around and dive out of the way. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm I'm fine with that too, right? The, the, I think the tough part there is making sure nobody cheats or, like, you know, what I mean, you're trying to keep 40 people in yeah. succession, right? You, but I, I guess you just have like a no tolerance policy, like, hey, you screw around with this, we're going to penalize you, no questions asked. Yeah, don't do anything dirty because we're going to have no mercy on you. Yeah, but yeah. I would be okay with it. Um, yeah. All right, um, we we got a fill cam this week. Of course, if there's anyone out there to be an innovator, right, Weege? It's our buddy Phil. Yeah, so leader lights, of course, leader lights, legendary. But I'd forgotten that uh, Phil even had a live the Fram cam sponsored by Fram, the the you know oil filters for your car mm-hmm. back in the JGR days. Uh, also, he had run a live onboard. I think it was a lot bigger back then, and it was on a helmet, which is not allowed anymore. But yeah, Phil just always the innovator. Mm-hmm. And the plan was to have a camera. Uh, well, I think a re- the, the real goal, they want to have a camera in the front. I think it didn't look very good. They had tried it. Uh, they gave a camera off the back fender to see who was behind him. So for whatever reason, that didn't work. Yeah. And I had heard they were going to try 
just, you know, some experimentation. There was no expectation I think this would be good enough to actually use in the broadcast. They were going to test it, and I guess the testing went really well on Friday, so they went for it. But we were left with the one cam that did work, which was the Phil Chest and occasional crotch cam. Mm-hmm. It just couldn't have been better. Crotch like, cam. It was our guy, yeah. Phil. Yeah. You're seeing he's, him um, he's, on the gate just looking angry and grumpy he, about everything. He is number 69. It's maybe like you're getting 69 by Phil. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> it, it, it didn't really work. I wonder, though, if whether it's the Fram cam or the lights or this camera, if they're like, you know, we need a guy where if we try some shit and it falls off and, and gets caught in his wheel or, or – it's it's stuck in his steering, and he goes through a fence. Like, we need a guy that doesn't really matter. Do you think that is that the thinking? Well, like, I wish that was. I wish that was. Like, okay. they, I wish they unilaterally said, "What rider, if he crashes horribly because of this technology, do we not really care about?" <laughs> I wish that right, was it. Right. Like he's just a ride. Like it doesn't matter. No, it's, no, we're not putting it on jet. Like, come on, right. we're putting on a perfect season here. Right. But I do think there's something to Phil is always on these teams, these like side teams. They're not non-factory teams, but they're not regular factory teams. Hence, they're always fighting for the extra promotion. Mm-hmm. Like JGR and Club are the same in that vein, right? They're yeah. like, wait, you got a camera? We can get a logo on TV? We'll do it. And we're definitely a Phil BR guy because, I mean, I was there when JGR had the Wiener Schnitzel costume and it was Phil, Pike, and Barsha. And it was like, one of you has to wear this. <laughs> do you think pike and barsha were jumping at that chance right 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 so i think that's what it is he's always on these types of teams, and these types of teams always want exposure and they're always willing to take the the innovative risk or whatever you want to call it and phil's just always there to be the test dummy and uh there you go we well, got nothing but phil's chest and occasionally it, crotch yeah it didn't really work on huh, jt yeah that, that was really my main question is did you guys think it works i um, I'm, I'm here for the new innovation stuff. Like, let's keep sure. trying. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think this was quite it. Um, it's it was... going to happen. Once that back yeah. camera, JT, did you get to see it on Friday? They showed me a clip. Not the back camera. No, I always saw it was, yeah. it was on TV. I saw a real, a real quick, you know, like a 30 second shot of the camera from the back. Um, and then you think about that, like, I mean, you can see dudes behind him. Like, it's really cool. You've never seen a guy, you know, and I'm sure the goal eventually here is to get this where all the riders have it or most riders have it. I mean, can you imagine these 250 class battles where these guys are all over each other mm-hmm. and everybody has a camera shooting out the back? The front thing is tough because of roost um, and getting the angle looks right. But, um, yeah, this is just the beginning, I think, is the plan. Yeah. But we'll always remember. We'll always remember. Well, they did. We started it. We, you told me they had a microphone. It didn't quite work out on Friday. Yes. Uh, so you could hear his bike, you know, when they went to the cam. I think uh, especially in the parade lap, you could hear his bike. So, yes, they had it on Friday. And they're like, oh, so cool. The guy got roosted. And then this is on press day. The guy gets roosted. I don't even know if they necessarily knew Phil's Phil's, just whoever it was. And the rider gets roosted, and he, like, raises his arm up all mad, and then he dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Because it has a microphone on the bars yeah. to record, like right next to the camera is a little microphone. Right. Um, so when we went to commercial with Phil on the line looking all grumpy and the ca- the, the microphone's on, I was mm. like, I went to commercial and I'm like, you guys are taking such a massive risk just having an open microphone live with Phil with that on guy. the starting line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I literally, in my editing video editing that I do, we'd show and whatnot, 
I had to download a bleep to drop into audio only because of Phil. It's why I have it for Phil. Yeah, it it didn't quite work. But, like, it, you know, the World Supercross guys tried it, and it didn't work really good with them either. This was better than that, I think. Um, but, yeah, I'm still waiting for some breakthrough. But keep trying. Yeah, it could be cool, you know. Did um, I, I, you guys were complaining or not? Some other people were saying about the motion sickness. I didn't feel like it was like that. Did you guys feel it was like that? I was okay with them. Yeah. I just feel like you didn't see much. You just saw his body. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just didn't think we were gaining a lot. Right. The motion sickness was it that bad? I didn't think it was. No, I didn't. I didn't get that feeling at all. No, yeah. Oh, okay, it was, it was yeah. fine. I thought so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's cool for them that they're trying stuff, and you know, again, it's just Phil. So if something falls off, and you know. No, that did, would be perfect did, for Phil. Did you happen to see, so last week? Oh, wait, I just thought of this. What? Man, last week, Phil's vent line came off. Yeah. And his oh, balls yes. were just being burned with gas. <laughs> oh, we almost had that. Did you guys happen to see that? I was thinking the, about the, uh, oh, go ahead. I was thinking about the Southwick crash where he was just stumbling around and, like, falling over. <laughs> that would have been just been epic. Because <laughs> the camera would have been the bike, right? The camera just would have been shooting, and then occasionally... Stumbled in, the <laughs> <laughs> like a zombie, like some like sort of zombie. Somebody just hammered. Hey, hit, we've. I mean, I think we've all gotten on this call. Have we all gotten gas on our nuts before? I think we oh, probably yeah. have. Well, uh, Phil, uh, of course, because it was him. I mean, and it's different kind of fuel than probably what all of us got on. He's got little red rings on his chest and his bits. I didn't see the bits, thankfully. Uh, it's gnarly. The gas really burnt him burnt him yeah uh it'll burn you badly if you dude. don't get it off quickly thankfully i've gotten mine off like yeah. my body fairly fast but yeah, it, yeah. It, the longer i mean it's just literally burning the longer yeah. it's on there the more burning it's gonna do he said he went to the asterisk truck and there he was just like spread eagle and they were just rubbing cream all over him <laughs> <Spread eagle. laughs> why would he be spread eagle i don't know that's what i mean they had to clean him they had to clean him <laughs> well, hope, and he said he was just I hope he was not spread eagle. he was just there and they were just wiping him down and under his undercarriage and you know the doctors like, <laughs> <laughs> like if he was in like stirrups i don't know i'm, well, I'm not saying stirrups but i just i'm like hey so did they like i'm like did you did you like what did they do and he's like oh yeah they sat me down and they got the wipes and the cream and they're just well, wipe- yeah, that's, a, that's different than spread eagle wow I pictured it as – I mean, they, they got to get in there. <laughs> I'm sure you did. They got to get in there. <laughs> he actually told me that the microphone or the camera mount actually clipped the vent line, so now the vent line can't come out anymore. So he's actually pumped on this. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I could obviously confuse. I'm like, how does a vent hose come out of Yamaha, which has like that yeah. fake seat part? Yeah. It came out of the uh, triple clamp area. It came out of the top. So the camera actually will stop that now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Well, hopefully it keeps on working. I guess. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, I want to talk some MXDN too at the end of this pod. But yeah, Bud's Creek, um, a very uh, track, a very good track. Normally, guys weren't that stoked with it. It got really hard and crusty. Um, and uh, once they kind of lost it, they lost it. Uh, still paddles being run by the 250 guys in the second moto, which was yeah a little interesting for sure. But the start was deep, right? And that's what those guys were doing. But um, Jet, uh, well, what we needed to happen was Jet not get a good start and Chase get a good start, especially on a start-dependent track like Bud's Creek, and we almost had that going by the line uh, in the after the start of the first moto. Uh, Chase was about, uh, I think, five or six ahead of Jet. Jet's like 12. Chase was six. We were kind of setting up for something really great, and then Chase 
uh, went down twice, and uh, and Jet worked for everybody and uh, took off with the win. So yeah, we each, uh, there we go again. I, I thought, uh, and I'm, I, it's easy for me to say this now, but I think I said it on, publicly on a show. Once he's through Washougal and Unadilla, I think he, yeah, he wins the rest of them. I said, and, and now I firmly believe, even though Iron Man will be a good track for Chase Sexton, it ain't gonna happen. Uh, we we saw we saw a bad start on a start dependent, hard to pass track, and it wasn't even it was over. Yeah, I don't want to make predictions here. Like, yes, I think the overwhelming odds. I don't want anyone to be like, you know, I, you didn't believe in Sexton and Sexton beats him this weekend. I will say, yes, I never doubted that 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 Jet. I didn't think Jet was just winning because of his starts. He's winning because he's riding awesome. And I'm like, yeah, if he gets a bad start, he'll just pass everyone. Which yeah. is what he did. Right. Um, I had said on your Moto 60 show that I thought you won't even see the bad start because he'll get up to third, like on the first lap. So, because Buds is hard to do that, it did take him half the moto. But I'm telling you, there was no point in that first moto where I'm like, no. Uh oh, he might not do it. No, I never no. believe that. No. Nope. Me neither. But only because, well, Ferrandis was sick, so he wasn't the Unadilla Ferrandis. If the Unadilla Ferrandis and Sexton were up ahead, then I would have had my doubts. So, yes, he proved he could come through, but I think that's the original point you made. I think the only challenge to me left is, like, you know, if he's eight seconds behind Sexton, can he catch him? And that was my scenario. I'm like, at Washougal, if it's slippery and he's got to really go for it to make up time, mm -hmm. is he willing to risk that? But he never got into that scenario, and maybe he won't. Maybe that was the only bad start he's going to get. So I still think that the scenario where he can't get him could happen, and it's that he's got to gain eight or ten seconds on Sexton. But unless that materializes, I think we've seen it, um, he's going to win. Yeah. So, yes, I think the overwhelming odds are in that favor. But he did come through, but he didn't have to come through against the two best guys. But they got a – well, Sexton – Ferrandis was sick. But Sexton, I mean, dude, that was your chance. Yeah. And, and, and JT, he crashed again. He did. Um, I'm not ready to write it off yet. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that, that Chase can get it done. At Ironman, um, well, I, I, it's he, not out of the realm of possibility, but it's a low percent. Well, isn't it a higher percentage than what we saw, Stu or oh, here we go, we're going to talk about Timmy again. Mm. Yes, it is. It is a much My higher opinion. probability. Yeah. I mean, we just saw he lost by point seven of a yeah. second. Point yes, seven. yes, and at Marshugal, he stayed one and a half, pushing him the whole way almost. And at Unadilla, he almost passed him in the first moto. Like this is not a chip shot. Like he's challenged him. The last five races, or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think the odds are against it, but yeah. I think there's a real chance that he can still make this thing happen. He's just riding too well. He's too close. Uh, I think the the differential between what Stu and RC were doing to the field and what Jet is doing to Chase are completely different stories. To your point, Leach. So, um, is it likely? No. Jet's the best guy for a reason. That's why he's twenty and zero. But I think if if Chase would a whole shot at the first moto, I think he gets it done right there. I really do. The way he was riding all day, I think if Chase had got out front and Jet had gotten Jet, there was not a lot of urgency in Jet early on. And maybe you could argue that was because Chase wasn't ahead of him. I could be willing to entertain that argument. But Jet was really patient. And if Chase had taken off early in moto one, I don't know that jet would have caught him i really don't um that's a lot of ifs and i understand that's not how it went at all yeah i'm just saying chase is riding really well and, and to say that he can't get it done which i know you're not doing i don't think it's fair to the pace he's on right now yeah i'm not saying he can't get it done i just look at the mistakes for first moto he 
he was, like I said, five or six bikes ahead of Jet, and he went off the track. And then second moto, he caught Jet, and we were looking at another great race, and then he went down. And I just, you know, Washugal and It just feels Medilla. different to me. Like going I into, don't know. Going into Steel City oh. for those other two, this is already done. Like we don't even need to run the race. They're, they're going to win. I don't feel that way right now. Um, I think it's likely he does it, but I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Just more disrespect to Timmy from the TV show, from last week's pod to this week's pod. Over and over and Just over. Just reality. Really, really disgusting. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, look, I, I thought Chase rode really well that second moto. That was awesome. That was great. He was pushing, man. Uh, and those, and that, those, some of those ruts coming down the hill, like, dude, kind of gnarly. Like Henry Hill ruts coming down there, uh, how fast he was going, and the suspension was bottoming, and he was trying to push through it, and you could see, visibly see, how hard he was trying and how much he was holding on and pushing it right. Uh, I think, and, yeah, I think he's the only one that thinks they can beat him. Oh, for sure. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think Verandas had a, a glimpse of it at Unadilla. I was like, oh man, I I can. But then this weekend he was sick and whatever. But I think Chase every time he goes to the line, I think he's that's what he's locked in but, on. He's not thinking about anything else other than beating Jet. And I don't think the other guys are there at all. Like I don't think that's their thought process. No, but it is definitely Chase's. No, I agree. Yeah, Chase's. I've talked to somebody that would know, and they're like, "Oh, he he badly wants to win this end this streak." So he's trying, and this is a good track for him, Iron Man. You know, but uh, I bet it's also a good track for Jet. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, see. Every yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, um, you know, chase, you know, years from now, I've said this a bunch of times, but years from now, scholars are going to go nine, two for chase. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Fourth overall. Huh? Just then, you know, just a whatever day, but Oh no. So where, when do we talk about the rocks and tweets concerning all this? <laughs> we, did you see this? Yes. I texted with Kenny and I just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, and I, I don't think Kenny. Like, I think Kenny's got a point. I, I, under, I think he's, I think he's right in a way, because he went twenty for twenty four one year, and one was a mechanical, mm-hmm. and he beat Ryan Dungey at the peak of his powers, who's second all time, uh, now third all th- time in four fifty motocross wins. Right, Tomac passed him. <laughs> Yeah, so third all-time. Uh, I think Kenny's got a great point, but on the other hand, also, uh, Jet's 19, and he's a rookie, and... He's 20 now, but okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and we're, we're... Our job is to be, you know, excited about this, because we've never seen this before. Um, but what are, a rookie, what are we supposed to but, say? But, we, but I think... supposed to say he's amazing? But I also... You also know that Kenny was going to get absolutely torn apart in his replies, of which I read a bunch of them. Yeah, so. but the question, so the the question I have for Kenny is when you know there's always a moment before you hit send on a tweet, right? Like everybody, they, people talk about this all the time, and like like uh, NFL unions and rookie symposiums. Like, think about what you're doing before you hit send. Just re walk through your process again before you hit send, because once you hit send, you can't get it back. When Kenny's typing that up and he's going to put that out into the ethos, what what is the potential upside? Of putting yeah, that there, out there. There's, what is, there's none. I can't find one. No. I cannot find any potential positivity that's going to come out of that. Like, the people that are on your side, they're going to be like, eh, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe he's right. But everybody yeah. else, Jet fans, everybody else is going to say it's sour grapes or you're jealous or whatever. I, I 
man, I, I don't care. Like, Kenny can say whatever he wants. He has the credentials to say literally anything he wants. I just don't know what the good that's going to come out of it is because us as reporters, myself or whoever he's referencing, I'm sure it was a little bit of everybody. One, what are we supposed to say? We have to talk about amazing he's been because I truly believe he deserves that. And he said also, Kenny, that Jet deserves it. But I also would think, and I'd have to go back, I wasn't on the broadcast team, but I would, I was surely saying it. Think about like what we were saying about Kenny and like, 2016 at Spring Creek when he goes from eighth to first in the first lap. Like I, I can almost guarantee we were talking about how amazing it was and just nah, it was... how unbelievable he was and all that. Like he was getting all those things. And I saw a bunch of people commenting, this is just Jet's time. People talked about you like this also, but this is Jet's time. And people are going to talk about him like this right now. You yeah, know, and it's, I, uh, it, it's just a natural part of it, man. Yeah, no, I agree with all that. I think Kenny's right to a point, and I think he's, you know, wrong to a point. And I told him that on a text. I was like, "Yeah, but man, this kid's, you know, we're all freaking out because well, what this kid's doing, um, yeah, you know, and, 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 and it's amazing. If we're gonna over, if we're gonna overshoot one direction or the other with a kid like Chet, I'm going too far. Well, you know what I mean? Honestly, like if, prob- if you're gonna. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, well, uh, probably what happened was in 2016, when he went 20 for 24, we each probably was shitting on him. That's <laughs> yes, probably what that happened. Is, that, that, that's. I was thinking, I mean, he said reporter. I mean, I feel like I'm the play-by-play announcer. I think this tweet was specifically aimed at JT. 100% no, I'm on track was analyst. Our Will was the reporter. I was on Will. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I am on track analyst. So. <laughs> Every, everybody's juggling their role. Knowing the proper terminology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, people listening to this might not know. What he tweeted was, Jed is amazing, no doubt. Extremely talented, mature racer. But you reporters see a good dirt bike rider for the first time in their lives. That was his That was his tweet. I mean, and he, yeah, also, JT, he, he had another yeah, one that yeah. said, he, he, had, he backed yeah. up another one that said, Jed is better than I am or something. Like, yeah. He, no, well, he's being, he's being snarky there, in my opinion. Like, he was like, okay, you shut me up. He's a lot better than me. I'll just shut up. Like, that was how I took it. Maybe, oh, no. Maybe no, I, I don't think so. But I don't really? Know. Oh, I definitely oh. don't think that. I just, in this situation, I mean, what can you say? He has a perfect season as a rookie. You you just got to figure, I mean, I know we're on the air for five hours, but you've still got to compartmentalize each of these things into a certain amount of time. On this pod right here, we could have a nice long discussion about how great Kenny was and how good Eli was and how good Dunge was and Villapoto and Bob Hanna and Rick Johnson. We could go on and on. And Not Timmy, though, I guess. Not Timmy, though, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, in the end, we are talking perfect season, and it's just very easy to be like, okay, audience, he has a perfect season. What do you Well, there's only two other guys that have had one, and they're the two announcers, and here's the chart, and here's the graphic, and here's the win streak, and here's all that. I just in the end, that's what it's going to be. So mm-hmm. we're not saying that Ken isn't also awesome, and Eli Tomac's not getting mentioned either, and he's the defending champ. Like this, just it's yeah. just the way it is right now. This is the easy way. It's a perfect season. We will compare it to the other perfect seasons. Other guys are also great, but sorry, we can't get them all in. And also, like, could you imagine? Okay. Yeah. Could you imagine if we just were like, yeah, ho hum, yeah, just went, get one again, yes. big deal. Big deal. Yeah. Like that, if that's if that's the other side of it, then we I, I would roast myself for that. Well, like to not celebrate what he's doing doesn't seem like yes. the right direction either. Yeah, and there's also facts to back it up. Like there is a, no rookie has ever won every race. Every race. Like, yeah, and also I don't know what else you can say. Like what else can we say? 
I've you can't been, underplay it. No. Yeah. And I've been, I've done announcing. I, I, I did some this weekend, and I, and I've done, you know, what you guys do, and like, you're selling it. You're selling. You're trying to, you're trying to get people to, who are watching to understand what's going on. Whether it's Kenny going from eight to first, or Jet being undefeated, or like, like you know, you said, like, yeah. it's all part of um, of a uh, uh, a part of selling the selling what you're watching. You know, if you were just like, oh, um, oh, look at that. That's like, warranted, though. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah. if we were, if we were truly like selling something that I didn't really believe in, like we're we're overemphasizing things that maybe aren't necessarily as they seem. You know, I, that happens too. I get it. This to me is not that. Like, this is warranted praise for someone who is doing things that we've seen maybe a couple of times ever, but not out of a. 19 just turning 20 year old so this i is, i can tell you i can tell you an example of trying to sell us something when they were comparing jed and hunter in their last 20 starts or whatever and we yeah, jt yeah, and i were on here going stop not, it stop it they and never did that what? that was their entire 250 career i don't know what you where you guys came up with this 20 starts thing it said they have they said last they number of starts jed has one more supercars win than Hunter, they were tied in career wins going into the last race this year for their entirety of their 250 Super Bowl. Okay, but Hunter, then the, what we were talking about was Hunter got injured and didn't complete multiple seasons. Yeah, so you got to put that in a chart, but like, well, the, they cool. didn't, I mean, we didn't be like, set the clock to May 30th of 2019, so the it, number was the same. Their okay, entire career, they had won the same amount of races at that point. If you're 25 years old and you got hurt three years in a row, and then the kid, and then you're 19, and you, 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 and you're, on your 25th year, you go seven for eight, and then the 19-year-old kid goes seven for eight. Are they the same? That's a lot of qualifiers. I, I'm just saying. Anyways, back to what we're. Talking I'm on. About. I'm on Team Steve on this. When, one. When, I don't think. I don't think those two should be con- compared and saying, "Yep, they're the same." I. I don't. When Ken. But anyways, back to the tweet. Honestly, when I saw the tweet, I said, "Oh no," <laughs> and then, that's what I texted. Oh, yeah. That's what I texted yeah. Kenny. He he's DGAF, you know Kenny. He doesn't care. Yep. He says whatever. But but yeah, yep. I, I I was like, oh, he is going to hear it from this one. So you know, I will give him, and this probably does involve me, and certainly JT, and apparently directly it will. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> this this obviously he's talking about us. I know it doesn't bother me because, like I said, this is what we need to do. Like this is amazing, and that's what we're going to say. Um, but one other point to make here is, I guess, you know, every one of these guys has a little bit of that competitiveness in them. Like, I'm sure Chase Sexton doesn't like hearing this either. And, I mean, Eli Tomac, we don't really know anything about his personality, so maybe it doesn't bother him one bit. We have no <laughs> idea if he has. We don't know. It's just he's a robot, so, yeah, we don't really I mean, sure. <laughs> tore his Achilles and just rode off the track like, Well, no, no. Oh, oh no, Weech. No, no, we know, because he tweets once in a while. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> things, exactly. things, things do bother Eli. <laughs> Zacho, Zacho got under his skin. Poor Zacho. He comes yes. out of retirement, yep. tweeting retirement to hammer Zacho. And then yeah. back in, back in, he's done. He there never was no other tweets. No, no, that was it. <laughs> anyway, Roxon is still a contemporary. He is still racing. He's not racing every weekend outdoors right now, but he's not retired twelve years ago. There is maybe still even like a five percent. And Kenny's never been that type. You know, he doesn't. You know, he battled Tomac his whole life. You don't see him taking shots at Tomac, but like. There's probably a little bit of like, dude, I showed up off the couch at High Point and I ran with the guy. I wasn't that impressed. Like, I feel like I can still yeah. race him and beat him. Like, why do we need to go so nuts? Yeah. And every one of these guys in the moment while they're racing, while they're competing, has the right, I feel, to be a little bit on guard or whatever, competitive about what people are saying about their competitor. So I give them that. 
I, I said this on Twitter. Uh, you know, Pete Kenny is just as good as Peak Jet. Kenny didn't go undefeated like Jet, and there's an age difference. But you want to just want to talk yeah. about how fast they circle a motocross track? Yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, there's well, no. And I, yeah. I, I think like we can we can talk about Jet without kind of degrading how good Kenny has been. Like those two things don't have to find the face of each other. Yeah, no, absolutely, uh, they can both you know, be right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I believe I mentioned uh, that uh, Jet did, and when he was fast qualifier, that he was he's been fast qualifier at all but one race. Only rocks. He's won every moto. He's been in fastest in every session, or sorry, in every day in the morning, except for Roxon. So you know, maybe that's even part of it. And you know, Kenny's we like, yeah, I did race him. He didn't blow my doors off. Yeah, we actually. I didn't even think about that uh, honestly until you just mentioned it right now. Like. Kenny probably was like, yeah, I went to High Point with like three days on the bike and I ran with the dude. Yeah, which is fair. You know, right. That's about right. Yeah. It really is. It wasn't a walkover. Like, it was but you a also have to say you still lost. It's part of that also, yeah. right? If you want to be like, I'm just weighing out both sides of the argument. Kenny yeah. can say that and he's right. And then yeah. someone can fire back and say, but you still lost. And yeah. they're right. Um, AP second overall, Bud's Creek. Good, good, good job for AP. Led some laps in Moto 1. Um, yeah, I was going for it. It's funny, like, whenever you see on the show, on the starting line, he's just always laughing. He's just always <laughs> laughing with somebody next to him, with his mechanic. <laughs> he's just laughing. Uh, and and I, I'm just like, what is going on? He's and, the best. He's got the he's hair. The he's got the hair. And, and he's, yeah, he's just great. He's just, he's Aaron Plessinger, everybody. Having a good time. Yep. And he rode really well. Second overall. Um, I was getting scared though because you, your very bold prediction on our preview videos was our review this the day Anderson and Barsha come back they are beating Plessinger and I said no way Plessinger's gonna be way better this year that bike was terrible last year they mm -hmm. got figured out Aaron's really good he broke his arm in Supercross last year um, this has been dangerous I mean they haven't exactly automatically finished in front of them as you predicted but it's been close dude yeah. And yeah, and two races in, Barsha is giving him all he can handle. I'm getting very, very nervous. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's an actual fair statement. Yeah, because I think Anderson's Anderson has taken longer to get up to speed than I thought he would. You know, like I understand, I give the guy a mulligan and I give him Southwick and all that, but um, yeah, I think you, I think you took a lot of time off. Yeah, that's the only that's the only you know resolution I can come to is he really took some time off after Nashville because yep. he looked like he needed time um, to get back. I mean, he's he's there again. It just, like, you look at how fast Barsha got back, and you yeah. can tell Barsha's been just pedaling his life away. But he was good. Jason but. was good at Washougal, and then we had a two-week break, and he wasn't good last week in Unadilla. Like, he crashed, but yeah, also... Yeah, crashes, though, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, but he was back up front this weekend, and I think he tied AP in points, didn't he, Ty? And uh, AP got the over... Uh, the, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, the tie break. But yeah, Jason was really good. Uh, AP was really good. Uh, Sexton, we talked about. Barsha, yeah. Barsha, this is his second race. Much better than last weekend. So, JT, did you put That was really impressive, I think. I just feel like my my memory of when dudes come back for the second half of outdoors, they pretty much just suck the whole time. That's, what, that's the way I feel it usually goes. So, I'm yeah. impressed for Anderson to get podiums and for Barsha to already be battling for them. Well... I don't feel like dudes do come back the same mid-season, especially outdoors is hard. Like, that's a really tough I, road. I think Barsha, Barsha's sneaky good outdoors, man. Like, always. His whole career, except for yeah. the RMZ 250. three in the series like a million times. Yeah, like, yes. I think of him as a, maybe a better outdoor guy than indoor guy, you know, uh, slightly. But um, 
I just didn't think you'd get anything near oh. the normal Barsha, though. That's all. Yeah. I think the starts were a big part of it, but he was great on top of that. Yeah. Like, he put himself in good position, and then he just fought, man. It was, yep. it was yeah. I can't give him enough credit because, to me, it shows how much work he was doing off the bike bounce back this quickly well you know like no he said he really didn't do much work off the bike um training wise he couldn't do as much as he wanted like you know because we i heard he was bicycling like and then that's what sorby told me yeah okay um i thought he said he's like bicycle three times a day and weighs his food and when they go to dinner, he brings his own stuff because he's he's like he's obsessed with fitness. That's yeah. what Sorby told me. Well, yeah. I think he's always been that way for sure. Yeah. But I think yeah. the rebreak when he you know he was going hard should have yeah. probably went too hard, rebroke the collarbone, and then really had to take off. Well, I, you know? I just a lot of that stuff, the detail stuff to me, is what makes the difference in how quickly you can get back to form. Yeah. That that's what it tells to me, right? So he was looking at every detail, and right. you're seeing the results of that come back really quickly where. If you kind of take time off, you're not paying attention. You train, but not really. Yeah, you start. You see, it, it's just a really long recovery road, and it's it just looks like he's been really on it to me. His gear is still too tight. Good God, it's just too tight. You can't get it any tighter. I don't think you can. No, I think that's it. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Um, do you think it's one of those ones? You know, uh, or you put the vacuum on something and you suck it out. You suck the air. He's out? wearing twenty eights, so let that sink in. Yeah, Jesus. You don't think there's a little flap on the back where he sucks the air out and it vacuum seals to his body? <laughs> like maybe one of like those dominatrix things? Like, uh, you know, no? Yeah. And for most people okay. like that nobody, aren't nobody, nobody in this so. world, yes, I, I do think you, they're sucking the air out. They're doing all sorts of things, it looks like to me. Some of the podium pictures <laughs> I've seen look like there's a lot of things going on. Um, but that gear like everybody's gear like jet's gear barsh's gear everybody's gear is all custom you know like it's not it's not anything that would be sold like the jerseys are so damn tight they're like skin mm-hmm. suits none of that is what is for sale out there so anybody that thinks i'm gonna go buy that stuff that's that tight well for one you would hate it because it's suffocating and also you just can't even buy it like they, they don't sell no nor does fly nor does anybody sell that stuff so, yeah, uh, good job for AP and Anderson and Barsha and Sexton and Jet Lawrence. All had something impressive. Uh, Ferrandis, uh, I didn't know he was sick. Was that in the PR? Or what? I didn't see that. Uh, um, we just heard on race day. We oh, okay. talked about it on the show, but yeah. Um, he, I think Will, Will had that report. He rode really well in the first moto. He came from way back and uh, not way back, but further, for, pretty far back to get those guys. And he was on it. And then second moto, uh, yeah, really garbage start. What is going on with the second moto starts? Yeah, I don't wow. know. I don't know. Uh, last well, week, the, the last week, the whole shot device broke. I don't know what yeah. was. Up I'm just saying it's just two in a yeah. row. I, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. hear you. On he, that. Yeah. he uh, Phil told me there's nowhere to pass. I was all behind Freddie. Couldn't pass him. Nowhere to pass. And Fernandez and I said, yeah, but Fernandez went right around you and Freddie within a half a lap, Phil. So uh, he was a lot better than them, I guess. And yeah. then uh, he was when he. Past Freddie, Freddie was scared for his life. He said, I jumped out of the berm because Dylan was coming and going to teeth on me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but he was on it. AC, uh, did he lead laps? Yeah, he led laps. AC did. Yep, uh, first moto. Yep, first moto. Got the whole shot. 7-6, uh, dropped back a little bit. That's kind of standard. Adam Seems to really arm issues. Yep, yeah, he arm did. First moto had to be, right? Yep. No, he did. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what it is. I. I haven't even thought about interviewing after the race. Like, I'm just like, what, what, what's he going to tell me? Right? Like, I think, I feel like it's the same thing. So I just like move on with my life. I text with him a little bit here and there, but yeah, just 
you know. Think about how tired he is of probably talking about the same thing. Yeah, for sure, right? Uh, March Banks, uh, good starts for March Banks in both motos. Um, not great starts, but good starts. Usually Garrett is inconsistent or a bike issue or a bad start or whatever. Uh, but he rode really well. Um, him and Masterpool were really good. Masterpool laid down a heater near the end of Moto 1 that was impressive and was actually Masterpool in Moto 1 caught Anderson. I think it was Moto 1. Caught Anderson, was all over him, like all over him. And then I think Jason was like, yep. shit, I'm going to get passed by time Masterpool. And then Jason laid down some heaters uh, and pulled back away. But uh, that was really impressive by Masterpool for sure. Uh, I thought both Marchbanks and Masterpool were super. Like, they were right on the tail end of yeah. the pack all yep. day. Yep. Like, all day. And I don't think they got – we didn't talk about them much. They didn't get any TV time, but they were just sitting there in, like, 7th and 8th in the battle. You mm. know, like, they weren't moving forward in the battle, but they were there. Yeah. Um, I think uh, – also, too, Marchbanks told me he's going to go 250 Supercross again. And I'm like, oh. Again. Okay. Wow. okay. All right. So um, – Ferranda's first turn crash. Sorry. My bad. I knew that. He did? He crashed the first one? Oh. Yeah. Second moto? yeah. Okay. Yep, second moto. Yep. Chiz went down and Drake went he had a down. Horrible day. Yeah. Horrible day. Yeah, Chiz was Chiz was not Chizzy. No. No, it was not great. Um uh what else? Phil Nicoletti, tenth? Yep. Good job, Philip. He's battling Freddie in the second moto, couldn't get by him, and then Freddie showed me some text that Phil sent him, and Phil said Next time, get the F out of my way. I'll send you back to Sweden, you prick. <laughs> and then said, good job. <laughs> and I talked to Freddie about the chest protector thing, and he said he wears a chest protector in Supercross. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, but not outdoors. He confirmed no outdoors, right? Yeah, yeah, confirmed well, no outdoors, yeah. Because I was just like... The, yeah. the- Consider the track record of crashing in Supercross, probably. Yeah, I think he, even he knows that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, Harry Coolis, Privateer of the Week last week. Didn't quite get the starts this week, uh, 12-12. That's probably more like when you think of Coolis coming over, 31 years old, you know, older guy, like 10-12, to 12, right, and at Unadilla, and then he goes 7-7, seven, seven, which is awesome. But uh, this was more in line with what he did. He charged up in both motos, I know that. And he's been riding with Phil at Club MX, so he's right on Phil in the second moto. Um, Harlan crashed in moto two. Well, he would have gone like 11-11, 11-10 or something. And he crashed in moto two, was back at 17th, and worked his way back up to 14th. Grant Harlan, everybody. Uh, Steven Rubini. He had a whole shot device this, this week. He had no whole shot device at Unadilla. French guy. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. And then he got one this week, and Dan Truman picked him in fantasy. And he did pretty well. Uh, Anton Goulet. Uh, Sweden. Do you know he's staying with Lars in Lars's room, Lars Lindstrom? Jeez, at yeah, his house? No, like on the road. Like, like Lars is like housing the Swede. Oh, he just can't help himself. No, the Swedes all stick together. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I believe Goal got over here with his dad. Goal, it's, it's Goulet. It, so. Goulet. 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 Yes. Oh. Freddie told me. Anyway, Gunnar Lindstrom. Yep. The legend himself and Lars's dad actually, I think, facilitated him coming over here. So I guess that means Lars is part of the program. Yeah, I think I think Lars had no choice. Probably his dad just said, yeah. "Hey, this kid's staying yep. with you." Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jay Wilson. Paul Malin calls him Anton Goal, so I'm going with Goal. Jay Wilson. Uh, I talked to him in the morning, um, and um, yeah, I brought up, you know, well, you're on Tomac's bike, like you should just, <laughs> you know, he laughed about that one. Um, yeah. 
he he did tell me some really interesting stuff about testing suspension with KYB and I I was talking to him about remember I had Tomax stuff like that LSF hybrid stuff and I was telling him about that and then he was telling me about like what, kind of what they can use and what they can't use and and uh, in testing and then how how he's more of a test rider than a racer now you know and everything but uh, yeah and then he, he was telling me Eddie Warren stories the great Eddie Warren oh. yeah I love it love it so uh, Jay crashed I think in both motos for sure the second moto he crashed uh, on the last lap I believe. And then went dropped out, lost a bunch of spots. Uh, Jace Kessler, good job. Jace switched to Blue Crew. He's much better. Mm-hmm. Seventeen eighteen for Jace Kessler. Jose Butron. Uh, I wanted to talk about Butron. I saw him at the end of the day, and he told me he cannot get starts. He's tried everything, all the gearing, all the clutch stuff. He just cannot get starts. Uh, he was happy with his ride, and then he he. Hold on. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. So he, this is, no, yeah. He's 11 back to get automatically into the SMX race. So this is the, this is the thing to watch at Ironman. I'll be in the UK, but I need you guys to monitor this. 11 points. We've been monitoring it. Jose Butron. Yeah, but just Butron racing SMX. <laughs> it's yeah, like, we've been monitoring. This is go- all over this. This is going to be great. He, well, he's in the LCQ for sure. Yes, even yeah. as it stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, he but, needs to get in the mains. He needs to get in the mains. Let's be real. Yeah, he's he, never raced Supercross before. He's not yeah, so getting. You're saying it. if he's in the LCQ, he ain't gonna make it. No, you know you're saying no. Yeah. So and he knows this, and he knows he needs eleven. And then Lorenzo told me to not interview him. He sucks. He's a terrible rider. And then <laughs> Butron was like, ah, 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 yelling at him in Spanish, and then it was great. But um, uh, yeah, eleven he needs points. Eleven points to tie Hill for twentieth. And then would Hill get the tiebreaker? Is it best finish? Hill, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know how that works. We don't. We, don't we, we just found out the purse money's actually purse money isn't going to the teams. It's going to the person who enters the rider, which is the teams in most situations. But in some situations, I'm sure it's the rider, like with the smaller teams. The that does the entry. Yeah, yeah. Whoever yeah. enters the rider for the factory teams, it will be the teams but for smaller teams when we were talking about this coming up last week um and again we don't know quite everything with this format yet but yeah uh, i did know what tiebreaker was and now i can't remember that was like march asked about that well, i think it's best finish but i, I don't know if it's mode or supercross main if that considers the same yeah hill's got um, the best finish out of the two uh at, i think it's a tiebreaker right, yeah right. i just can't remember if it was a overall or mode i'm assuming moto Versus Supercross main is the same so, best result out of those. Will yeah. the Dirt Shark show up to sabotage Jose Butron? Wait, wait, wait. Bike? Didn't Butron get a fifth in a moto at height, though? Yeah, that's only 16 points he got. He'll got 17 points at a race. What? What? what he... Is it moto finish or overall? Hold on. We don't know. Hill did not get a top five at a, a top. Did Hill get? Did Josh Hill get fifth at a Supercross? It says here he did, yeah. Salt Lake? Yeah. I also was hurting, but I didn't remember being that level. He got he got a, a got a sixth at the the week before in Denver. Yeah, that's when his uh, his brother got on the podium, didn't he? Yeah, Salt Lake. Anyway, I believe tiebreakers best finish. Let me, now, okay. now you're making me dig deep. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So we need twelve points for Butron, and I'm just wondering if yeah. Dirt Shark will sabotage Jose Butron this weekend <laughs> at Ironman. No, Salt Lake City was sixth. Well, that's 17 points because, yeah, 26 now for ones for the wins, which is, by the way, we're hearing that's changing next year. Thank Jesus. 
Yeah, they'll go back. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? Yeah. So yes, I believe it's twenty five. I, I believe that's gonna happen. Okay. So anyway, sure, so he'll. Yeah. So actually, if technically wise, if Wildcat Racing wants to lodge a formal protest, they both got fifth, but one guy got one more point because of a point no. system. I don't know. I'm seeing Hill with a sixth place finish in a main, not a fifth. Okay. Then then then. Yeah. Jose Butron got sixth. <laughs> okay, maybe he did. So a lot of analysis here. But I, and that team thing with the pay, you know, we've caused a whole bunch of problems here. We did? Um, no, we didn't. Oh, yeah, I do. There's videos out, of course, saying that this is complete garbage and there's these are lies. There's videos out. People made videos? Are you surprised? Yes. Yes. I'm, I, there's I, a yeah. thing on YouTube, Steve. You, you really, the YouTube orbit, you, you still stay too far outside. I, I don't I mean, want to know because I see the comments. I don't want to get yes. in that orbit. No. Yes, there are YouTube videos saying... You know, we were told all along the money was going to the riders, and now it's not true. Anyway, the factory teams, they're just going to all give the riders the money. Yeah. That is what they've do, all do agreed Do people think Factory Kawasaki is going to hoard the money? Is that what they think? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go way too down this rabbit hole, but, like, I did see one comment, like, the team screw the riders enough already, and now this. And I'm like, they do not screw the riders. You know what Kawasaki did over the weekend? They paid all of Jason Anderson's travel, and they paid him a salary, and they gave him 30 grand for getting in the podium. They... Those teams do not, not a, screw their riders. Not, not to mention, they all have injury clauses, and not all of them enforce it either. No. Yeah. Those teams are not screwing their riders. They're going to give them all the money. Um, yeah. What, so, we, what we talked about was some of these privateer teams, though, and JT's been screwed by, oh, I don't know, six or seven teams in his, in his career. Uh, that yeah. may be a bit of a sketchy situation. Who, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's great. But then again... I don't know. I know that the teams that they've... They've told me that you know the teams are like, yeah, don't worry about it. We are. You think uh, those exact words? JT, the plan thinks... is that the riders are getting the money. This is the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. The way it has yeah. to be executed with the entry to the pay. JT, um, you think a Subway Honda would just pass on that money right down to you back in the day? <laughs> uh, I mean, if they didn't, I would not show up at the next race. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um. Anyways, so anyway, I think it caused bigger stink than it probably should have because. Ah. The teams that already said they're giving them the money. So there's too much. There's too much gray area with this SMX. If you ask me, like I've booked all my flights, and I just found out there's real practices on Friday, not press day. Real practices. We're three weeks Friday. out, and I have to change my flights. Like there's no schedule. We're just finding out about this purse money, and I get it. Year two probably smoother. I understand, but. There's a lot of gray areas in here uh, that they seem to be making up as they go along. Well, I think what happens is, you know, WSX last year just decided to finally say, let's just call it a pilot season. Let's I don't think any of these things are really doable in 12 months, but both that last year and this this year, they happened within 12 months. I mean, it's only they announced it very vaguely last year at Loretta's. And then they had a more formal press conference in October. Um, so to have it up and running by September 9th. And again, you know, I go all the way back to the top of the show. Like, there's two AMAs. There's the rule book. All these pieces. And it seems easy to hold a race. But when you get down to the brass tacks of what's a tiebreaker and things like that, I mean, that's a lot to figure out. And I'm sure scenarios they hadn't even thought about are popping up all the time. Um, they are in my head. Like, JT, how many questions yep. have we had throughout the year? Like, how's this going to work? Tiebreaker yeah, so, stuff. Like, who are – I didn't even know about Justin Cooper – being able to race the 250 class because he was pointed out in Supercross until recently. Right. Like, there's endless scenarios that 
don't yeah. think many people have thought of. So when um, they come no. up, yes, so I they, think, are, they are yeah. deciding them on the fly. They have to. Yep. I think you get a great all on the curve. And I think with WSX, it would have been so easy to just drop the hammer last year. But it was like, dude, this they whipped something together that probably should have taken two years and less than one year. So, I mean, a tiebreaker, and they figured out the tiebreakers here. But I'm saying these other, if 5% of it seems a little, they're really far behind. I mean, that's not bad. Well, who's paying my change fees? Prater? <laughs> there are no change fees. It's 2023. That's true. COVID is paying us. You know who the real winner of this SMX is, too? Besides Butron and us, if he gets in. Um, Colt Nichols. Showing up at Washougal. And the, yeah. that, that 11-11 or whatever he went, 10-10, whatever he went, uh, that got him in. Yeah. That got him a lot of money just doing that right there. So. Yeah, and I asked Colt, I said, hey, Benny's not racing anymore now that he's with Beta. What are you doing? And he's like, no, I carved it out so I can still race SMX yeah. or any, if I got to do another national or, uh, you know, World Supercross, he's got a deal. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he's a Rick Ware. Isn't he Rick Ware? Yeah, he's Rick Ware. Come on, bro. Uh, Sorry, I know you're Rick Ware's personal yeah, media guy. Absolutely. I feel like Ralph is fighting you for that position. Oh, really? Oh, Ralph's a huge Rick Ware guy. Come oh, well, look, look, let me uh, let me get to yeah. the bottom of that. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Stay yes. off my turf, Ralph. Yes. Anyway, yeah, uh, I just when I saw the beta news, I was like, wait, does this mean Nichols is out like Benny? But uh, Benny left a lot of money on the table by not racing this summer and not doing SMX because he was in from Supercross already, and then he didn't score any points outdoors. Anyway, that was the point, though, of this. Like, Nichols and McElrath don't race any outdoors yeah. unless no. you have this thing. No, it's – it's it. look, and, I think the the last pay is 25 grand or something. So Nichols just got himself 25 grand by showing up Washougal. Um, yeah, bare minimum. Yeah. And he's in every main, and I think last place in the main is like 2500 bucks. So he's going to make 7500 Yeah. If he gets last in every race and yeah. last in the points, he um, makes 30 grand. Also – So Paul, Paul Perry was through a scenario, Al or maybe Dan Truman, one of them, the the brain trust that those two are when they get together. <laughs> if Boutron qualified, right? Say he gets in. Yeah, 11, 12 points. And he gets it done in Ironman, right? Yeah. yeah. Then he races Charlotte, hurts himself, doesn't race the next two rounds, and other people make it in out of the LCQs and bump him out of the points, he would not get that money. Yeah, Boy, that's right. Another that's vague, right. another vague... Thing I don't because, think it's vague. I just think that's how it goes. Because like, it, there's only so many points. 22, for 22, first 22 uh, season endings, SMX money spots, yeah. what you're saying. Yep. Um, right. Also, if, by the way, if Jeremy Hand goes like 6'6, six, six, he'll bump Pope out of the LCQ. Oh, this he, weekend. He, gets, he gets that for sure. So just FYI, also this weekend, I'll be in England, but if Hand is running 6'6, six, six, Weege. Okay. Pump we will up. note it. Yeah. We will note it. Um, and then Jerry. If Hand is running 6'6", six, six, and we talk about it a lot, do you think Kenny is mad at us? <laughs> I don't did, let it go. Did Jerry get hurt? He's a competitor. Jerry must have got hurt. Jerry no, could, Jerry has I didn't major Jerry. problems. Jerry's had major since Millville, I think. Is it Millville? No, he raced a two-stroke. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he raced two-stroke at Washougal, which was dumb. And No, and, his arm got like... Either got an infection in his elbow or oh, some that's major right. complication. It's oh. been gnarly, like hospital time. And yeah, Jerry's fourteen. Jerry, Jerry was four, is fourteen back of the Pope. If he had showed up, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Um, no, poor Jerry, man. So, oh, okay. So the Benny is not racing SMX, even though he's in the LCQ, right? Benny is not racing. Right. So then now that so then they may get Jeremy Hand may get in. There you go. 
because Cooper's not racing. He's going 250s. Cartwright, we don't know. Jerry's got an elbow problem. Cartwright's in if he makes it. He's in. Okay, Cartwright will show up. <laughs> yep, that's what, he, that's what I've been told. Okay, so no, I saw Cartwright at Loretta's. Oh. Trust me, he's racing. Okay, all right. Well, he's not missing this. Because we talked about how they're going to have 10 riders no matter what on the LCQ line, so they're just going to go back. Yeah, I think they're going to try to add some, right. too. Right, just keep adding. So, All right, uh, and Craig, I talked to Craig. He he is a uh, he said there's a shot he races SMX. He's back riding. He's in the LCQ, but he's there's a shot he yeah. shows up. So, uh, Okay, all right. Uh, I want to talk to his nations, too. Uh, so let's just quick. Rod Bell had his best race at his home track. The Hitman did okay. Derek Drake, oh, boy. Uh, his bike, Derek Drake's bike blew up on Friday and hurt his finger. Come on. Yeah, I wish I was making this up. God. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Dylan Wright showed up. Yeah, just, yep. <laughs> oh, it's fun. I knew, I knew one of you would laugh. Yeah, I knew. I knew that. Uh, he's a very nice guy. Oh, no, I'm not, he's a great rider. He, yeah, uh, he's a great rider, and I really like Dylan. He's but awesome. Steve, this, this black cloud of Canada <laughs> it's is just, unbelievable. It's just nothing can go right for us ever. Like, nothing. Well, Kevin Benoit leading Des Nations for, like, a lap. <laughs> it's, like, the only bright spot <laughs> in 30. In, at, uh, in, Glen Helen? What? What? Called? what? That, whatever. Cup when motocross nation got canceled, they went to Glen Helen. Oh, the, they went pretty, we got they did pretty good there. We got third, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I think we got third. Oh God, Steve. Oh, we got to do erasables on that thing. Yeah, I we should. There. We really should. I was there too. That was my first weekend working for Timmy. Was it? Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, lock it in, baby. Um, so yeah, Dylan Wright. He's running eleventh. All over Harlan, uh, throws a chain. Chain goes through the cases, breaks his cases. They didn't bring the spare motor, and that's it. That's it. Unbelievable. That is such a brutal hit, like, to take your cases out. God. Just nothing can happen. And I, I know Dylan Wright doesn't pay for parts, but if yeah. you do, good God. Yeah. I saw – got to see a photo, JT, of this chain. I saw a photo – I can't remember where. Did you see a photo of this? Steve? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the chain is doing unspeakable the, it, I, the, the level of – it's unbelievable. Like, uh, you could teach physics and geometry with what this chain has done. In, in this motorcycle, he's he's a great guy and a great rider. He doesn't deserve this. And I came there Sunday morning. I had my I had both barrels loaded uh, to give to Lars Lindstrom because you I always have both barrels. No, no, no. This one, I I showed up with a mission. I was like, "Fucking Lars, we gave the goddamn spot to Jed Beaton on the side of the Honda truck, you know, and, and Beaton gets it and." and Wright's probably in the back in an F-150 with nothing. Oh, you can't beat Lars right now. Lars is on his and, game. And I this show is, up. This is yeah. Lars' time. And I show up, and like a beautiful double rainbow, Dylan Wright's bike is right where Beaton's was, next to the factory Honda truck, you know, full help and everything else. And I'm like, today is awesome. That's a great day. He he yep. he, he, he pitted with the team. He ate the food, He everything. And then just shit. Just shit everywhere. Yep. Lars is firing on all cylinders. All right. Uh, that's uh, that's 450 class. Anybody else? Got anything else to say? Nope. That's the longest we've ever gone for 450. Okay. Way. Yep. Uh, all right. Thanks to uh, Renthal and Maxis, like I talked about off the top. Uh, Motorsport.com as well. Go through uh, the banner on Pulpamex to help us out. OEM and aftermarket parts. And if you need cases or a chain, if you're Canada's greatest rider and you need some parts, 
Uh, great prices and great service. Dedicated team of gearheads at motorsport.com to help you out. Uh, thanks to those guys uh, for all that they do for us. And, uh, yeah, great guys, motorsport.com. YZ250 up for grabs as well. I think they're going to draw the winner after Ironman. they got a contest each and every week. Motorsport.com. Thank you to Koba Links as well. Uh, K-O-U-B-A links.com. You can use the code um, PulpMX to get free shipping and a discount. Designed and built up there in Boise, Idaho. It's a lowering suspension link on everything from Aprilia to Yamaha. Shorter stature, wife or girlfriend rides. You want to get some more confidence, get a Koba Links uh, and uh, please check it out. And again, Fly Racing, at Fly Racing USA on social. Uh, Jalik Swole podium this weekend in his fly racing gear uh and of course the formula s helmet uh simply next level these guys have done a great job with that so please check it out and weege on x maps too yeah i'm looking at it right now on xmaps.com they are now up to 650,000 miles of trails public and private land this could be trails for jeeps trucks side-by-sides atvs and of course dirt bikes and mountain bikes and uh, they got a labor day sale going there also we'll give you a discount through racer x if you want to type in racer x all lowercase all one word and go to onxmaps.com or onx off-road in the app store and uh, take it for a trial and a test drive and you'll see it's way better than trying to use google maps to find places to go ride yep oh i also want to mention um subscribe to the mag steve i think you finished did you finish the story the silly season are you working on it well i don't on story? It's, it's it's done but i don't I, the, the latest issue has Kiefer and i riding the factory hondas in it and yeah, how did you guys had that done like within forty eight hours of doing it? I'm yeah, really I, impressed with it. I, yeah. I was uh, I was surprised we had to get it done so quickly. Yes, it was very much like, hey, yeah, can you do this story and it's done and we need it in forty eight hours. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So stories like that, uh, I'm working on one uh, right now. And uh, anyway, different stories in the mag than you read on the website. But if you subscribe, then you can read them on the website. Oh. And and right now. We've got a monster backpack that we'll give you if you subscribe, and you're in a sweepstakes to win the cooler, or what we call the monster fridge, with a year's supply of monster energy in it. You're entered in this drawing if you subscribe to the mag now. So go to racerxonline.com slash weege. Not pulp. Do not do not do slash pulp. Don't do that. When's the last time JT uh, wrote a feature? That's bullshit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to nominate you, JT, to write a feature. Can we trade paychecks? <laughs> Well, what does that matter? You just, you just, you know. Well, I'll, I'll write more features if, if I get paid what you get paid. Mm. Yeah, we can totally trade paychecks. I bet you'd make a ton of money. You're on TV. You're a sales manager. No, no, no. Racer X specific to write features. No. Okay. Then stay out of my business. Uh, you, got, you need to write a feature. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, next time we had an editorial call, I'm going to talk about it. You know what? I'm really interested in the Subway Honda it's, years. It, JT could write it's, that. It's budget time right now. You should be careful. <laughs> Uh, and then what about the Kawasaki, the SR? Uh, so, yeah, so Kawasaki has their SR, which stands for Special Racer Edition. And this was, you know, back in the day, the heydays of racing where Steve and Weech talk about all the time, and they know way too much about the sport. Guys like Jeff Ward, even Stu, Jason Anderson, their bikes are still called that, but it's the SR, which is really cool. I think it's a kind of a nostalgic throwback. I, I just remember those bikes and how awesome they were, especially when they were like works. But if you are wanting to upgrade your bike and you want to skip a lot of the steps of trying to piece it all together and make things work, Kawasaki has done that for you. They have the special racer uh, version, has all kinds of special parts on it, uh, has a kit suspension on it, has an uh, upgraded cylinder head. So it's, you're going to get a lot of, you know, all the upgrades, pro circuit uh, exhaust, Henson clutch cover, extra clamps, which are really expensive in their own right. 
Um, Renthal sprockets, the ID chains, like all the stuff that the team is kind of running. Yeah, you're not going to get the same engine spec. We get it. But if you want a badass Kawasaki right out of the dealership, this is a great way to do it. And I always think about, you know, I add myself into way too many things, but I think about myself or Time Master Pool. If you're going to race a Kawasaki, why not get this SR and jump so far ahead of the game? Now, is Ty going to specialize it to himself? Sure. But this thing is so good right out of the box. And that's the great thing about dirt bikes these days is they are amazing. You don't have to have the most modified motorcycle in the world to be competitive. And this SR gets you right to the front of that game anyway. So <laughs> check out your local dealer. There are limited quantities available. And you can go to Kawasaki.com for more information too. That uh, that Kiefer guy, uh, he said the SR is the best one of the special editions. I guess that's all you need to know. Yep. I don't know. Um, there you go. All right, 250 class, Bud's Creek. Uh, I, let's let's hurry this thing along. Um, we talked about Deegan. We talked about the restart. That should be changed. We talked about Deegan in the first turn. That was a little much. Uh, we talked about his great ride in the first moto. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, the second moto assassin. Uh, 2-1, 1-2. Uh, Justin Cooper, 1-2. Hunter Lawrence, 2-1. Uh, they tie in points. Uh, Hunter's got 22 points going in the last round. I like his chances to get his first national championship. And uh, Justin Cooper rode really well, but yeah, he needed to get him in the Moto 2, and he couldn't get it done. So, uh, Hunter. It's probably like a. Hmm? Go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were done. Um, think about that. Like, they switch motos, a $30,000 or $40,000 difference, just flipping the moto scores. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, I talked to Cooper at the, in the press stand a little bit and about Unadilla and he was said, yeah, like that power steering thing worked great all year, all week. And they loved it. And then with those ruts at the long ruts at Unadilla, just couldn't turn the bike and, uh, didn't work. And I just said, okay, like, I just want to, I want to check on that and make sure it was like you didn't twist an ankle or it was just hundred percent sort of not used to that bike. Cause your moto two break his thumb again. Oh yeah. Obviously looked pretty good. And then I probably screwed up. I don't think he was happy. Uh, he told me that it's so weird. It's so hard to turn the bars. And, like, it's, it was so hard to turn the bars. And then I meant, and I meant this in the best way. I said, yeah, man, Hunter and Jet's bikes are just like that. Because they are. They're super hard to turn the bars. Like, I can't believe it. How much their steering dampener is valved plus how tight they, they, they turn them. And I think maybe Justin thought that I was like saying, oh, well, their bars are tight. What was your problem? Which I wasn't. I meant it like I just couldn't believe how tight their bars were because I, Kiefer and I both couldn't believe that. And I think he took it like, oh, well, Hunter Lawrence's bike doesn't turn either. He had no problem. I don't know. I, just like, I, I, just, I was like Homer in the bushes at that point. Um, I was impressed that you were even back in with Justin Cooper and now you do this. <laughs> took you right? a whole year. Right. It took you a whole year right. to get right. the nation's detention with him. Yeah. Here you are. Yeah. Yeah. Our buddy Parabinos didn't help a lot of that either. Um, but uh, anyways, Cooper rode great. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was he? Where was he uh, in the first before the thing? Was he like fourth? Yeah, fourth, fifth. Yeah, like something that. like that. He, I mean, he wasn't going to win the moto. No, I don't think so. that. That was my point. He was not going to win that moto, right? No. Uh, well, no, I mean, oh, sorry. Deegan was obviously going to win the moto, but I mean, he wasn't. Yes. He wasn't even on the podium, I don't think, until the restart. Yeah. No, and Hunter Hunter had him covered. Like Hunter was cruising, but yeah. we, we even talked about it on the broadcast is like Hunter looked very complacent, but I think he was fine with being complacent because of where Justin Cooper was. Yeah. Yeah. And probably Hunter's like, I'll get the next moto, <laughs> which is what he seems to do. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, just don't yeah. think I think right now all he's doing is counting down the minutes yeah. till Iron Man second was done, right? And if yeah. Justin Cooper's behind him, yeah. Totally fine. I'll just stay here. Yep. Um, 
so they both rode really well. But, uh, yep, one, two, two, one. Schmoda and Forkner. Forkner uh, got the whole shot. Uh, that was great. And I talked to Mitch after the race, and I said, hey, man, like, your bikes seem faster. I said, did you guys do something on the brake? Or, like, did you? it just seems like Unadilla and this one, you guys are all pulling good starts. Yeah, and good starts. And he yeah. said, uh, nope, nothing horsepower-wise. But he said, I got something. He goes, I got something that I think is, like, six-tenths more. We're gonna try it this week. <laughs> One race to go. Six tenths a lap. No, six tenths more po- horsepower. Like just a little bit oh, more power. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, like and and it's just hilarious that he's like. One race to go, but he's like, we're going to try it this week, I think. <laughs> uh, but he said they did find something in Supercross, about halfway through Supercross with their motors. And, uh, yeah, their bikes look really good. Um, all of them do. And Forkner, you know, yeah, rode really well. And Schmoder rode well. Um, so I, we got we got a it's, – it's interesting to see Schmoder. We all know he's going to Honda next year. And he hasn't been stoked with his bike that much, from what I understand. Um and I'm going to be interested to see next year, like, if he takes a leap. You know? Yeah, I agree. Because um, I really feel that the, again, these Cowies, well, I don't know. I don't even want to comment. Because I think he's talked a lot about, you know, setup, comfort, all that stuff, not the engine. Yeah. I feel like the yeah. Cowie engine has been spectacular this summer. Yeah. Um, so, but who knows? I, I think one key is, um, I, I think we're assuming that he's going to just embed into the Lawrence brothers compound and all that. And I mean, the success there is pretty impressive with him and Hymas would be working together. That's my assumption. Yeah. I don't know. So to me, there's a lot more to it than just bike. We have a mutual friend. That's like a Shimoda hater. And I'm, I'm not there. <laughs> like I, he's you got, were? no, I'm not. I, I, Years I, ago. You were, you were, you were definitely, I wouldn't say hater, but no. you were definitely a doubter. Okay. But four I, years ago you were, but I'm, I'm, I'm about, Oh, I don't think I'm a believer either right now. Like, I'm just like, let's see. Like, okay. but we have this mutual friend is like, anytime the pressure's off, he does well. But when he comes into a series as the guy or a guy, he struggles. And I got to say that guy has a point. It's not a totally crazy theory. So it'll be interesting to see how Joe does when he's, you know, like, yeah. Expected to win. Yeah. yeah. I want to see, see how he does with uh, like just more attention, right? Like Pro Circuit has a lot of riders. And I don't know how much like one on one or how much focus he gets versus everybody else. Maybe yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm way off. I just I think Honda those guys benefit from having so much attention. Like every little detail, they're just yeah. they're the guy, right? And that's kind of how Joe will be. Maybe that works against him. I don't know, but it'll be interesting. When you talk to the Honda guys, and you know I'm tight with all of them now. I rode their bikes. Um, I said, hey, your bikes look better than Geico. Like not shitting on Geico. But your bikes are so much better than they were at Geico. They look really good. And, yeah, they basically said that, JT. They're like, yeah, well, instead of 12 bikes and 12 riders and amateur team and everything else, we've really been able to focus, you know, on one guy and one bike. And, you know, and and, it's in, and they didn't shit talk Geico, but they just said they had so much going on, they're stretched pretty thin. And we were able to. Yeah, do, I mean, the, the engines look yeah. a lot better. Yeah. A lot better. Uh, so good job for Forkner coming back. Uh, 8-4 on the day. And so. Getting back to SMX, poor Cody Shock. Uh, Styles is two back of him, and Forkner is uh, eight back of him. So I like both those guys to jump past Cody Shock, but then only one of them will get in unless they get uh, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13 points, which they probably should, and then they will jump McAdoo. So there's a chance McAdoo and Shock get bumped out by Styles 
And I think for sure Forkner, the way Forkner's riding, he'll get in because he'll he'll probably get eight more points in style or six more points in styles, right? You would think this Maybe. weekend. I mean, Styles has gotten screwed He's on two, two restarts. Yeah, he has. He has. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, I I think Forkner gets in, and I think Styles gets in also, uh, and then McAdoo and Shaw could get bumped, but then Nate Thrasher won't show up for the races, so then they're going to take him anyways. So, yeah, I guess whatever. And, oh, J-Mart's not there either. So we know J-Mart and Thrasher will not be on the line in the LCQ. So Styles and Forkner probably get in anyways. All right, moving on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was trying to set up some drama there, but there is none, I guess. Um, all right, uh, Tom Vial. Yeah, I never really noticed Tom at all, all day. Uh, Jalik Swole, third in the first moto, second moto, shitty start, and a 12th. And that's another thing I was talking to Peyton about, and he brought up Jalik. He's like, hey, he's like, do you ever remember, like, motocross being so start-dependent? Like, it used to be 30 well, minutes, and, and, you know, like, you could make up time. And he goes, you look at Jalik, like, and you look at Forkner's day, it was just made good from a start. Jalik literally was on the box because of a start and then could do no better than 12th. And I was like, yeah, I, I, told, I said to him my theory, like, they're all, they all got trainers. They're all riding facilities. They all know what everybody's doing. The margins are narrow and narrower uh, uh, of what, how fast you need to be to move through the pack. I mean, obviously Hunter and Jet and the elite guys can. But when it comes to other dudes, it's just uh, your start is – Everything. I think all the bikes are really good too. Yeah, that's a factor. Yeah, the gaps closed there. EFIs helped, right? I brought that up too. Yeah. All of that stuff. So, yeah, it's it's motocross is start cross. I don't know. He's got a point though. Yep. Um, Daxton Bennett seventh overall. Four eleven. Yeah, it was good. It was well, really good. Juju had a good start on the restart yeah. race. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Juju wants to be called Juju. He told me, not okay. Julia. So it's Juju. And he got ninth in his first ever national. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, everyone tells me he's more of a Supercross guy, and I think that's borne out through his results. So this is really good. Yeah. Did you hang out with Millsaps? I did. I figured. Yeah. Saw Millsaps uh, in, in, in the intermission over by the announcer's tower. We had a good chat. Yep. I figured. Yep. Why did you figure? Well, I mean, you and Millsaps, I feel like you have a good time these days. Tight. Tight. You are tight. He's hosted your show. Yeah. I feel like you and Millsaps always have time for each other. <laughs> I think we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hammaker, uh, bad starts and crashes, both motos. Styles. Uh, yeah, Styles was what? Uh, on the on the first moto, he was like seventh, I think, before the restart. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Then he had to work his way up back. Uh, kitchen, the kitch. Just a so-so yeah, day for kitch. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Max Volan, who qualified – he was P1 in first qualifier, right? And P3 overall qualifying, max, right? Yes. And then, uh, yeah, never saw him all day, really. Bad starts and whatever, start cross, especially at Bud's Creek, as we talked about at Moto60, like very start-dependent track. Uh, Ryder D I yelled at uh, in the morning for my fantasy team last week, and then Nick Way caught me yelling at him and said, no one gives a shit about your stupid game. Stop yelling at Ryder D. And so then I kind of felt bad. Um and then we just talked about RV and uh, and amateurs. So, um, Sounds like a good day. What's that? Sounds like a good day right yeah, there. Yeah, I like Ryder D. Yeah, he's a good he's a good dude. I don't know if you guys ever talked to him much. He's a really good kid. Um, yeah. And his like mom him. his mom said, "We know you hate amateurs, but you never hated Ryder D." 
And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is what the word is? Like, the word is out, you know? Well, you, I mean, you put this word out. I didn't put it out. I didn't say I hate amateurs. Um, you probably have. Anyways, the mom mom said, yeah, I hate amateurs, but I never hated Ryder D. So I just took, I just ran with that. <laughs> I had another I know, guy. Someone's going to probably find where you did probably say something at some point. Maybe. I ran into yeah. a fan who said, man, I love your show. I love all the shit you talk. And I'm like, there you go. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, all, all the shit I talk. Like, I was. This was also like sort of a, a come to Jesus moment for me. Like, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I mean, I do criticize things, but I also praise a lot of things. And we talk, you know, just yeah, like all the shit I talk. And I just ran with it. I'm glad it finally resulted in something positive for you. <laughs> uh, Dylan Schwartz rode really well in second moto. I think he was way back. Dylan Schwartz did. Uh, are we still, are we still going to talk about motocross nations here? Yeah. Uh, Pierce Brown, the cartwheel, 30 feet out of the gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, what'd you make, Weege, of Casey Cochran and Mark Phineas? Uh, I didn't really oh. see them in, in the broadcast. I thought it was good. They got to the points. Yeah. You know? So there you go. That, okay. That's all I got. All right. JT, any thoughts on Cochran and Phineas? Uh, no, not really. I didn't honestly notice him all day. Okay. I, I didn't. Are, are you guys surprised that Juju beat him this by this much? Or is that? Yes, I was surprised. I was. Yes. Yeah, I was. Okay. Yep. All right, Motocross the Nations. Um, what are you guys hearing? It's supposed to be announced this week. Complete shit show. Oh, <laughs> come on. Well, I just, I, there are so many scenarios um, every time I hear somebody's probably in, then I heard somebody's like, nope, he's definitely out. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't like the uncertainty. Like, I, it's been a problem for our team so many times of, like, we're just piecemealing. We have the biggest, the biggest collection of riders, you know, combined of any country by far, and we're, like, piecemealing teams together. Well, I – I heard it was really going to be announced at Ironman because they got to get the injuries in September 4th or something, right? Uh, I think AP's a lock. Everyone kind of hear that? I, I do too. Yeah. I do too. I think AP's a lock. I didn't until this weekend, but I do now. After just seeing and hearing things, I do now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sexton still wants to go, but I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm hearing, he wants to, I'm hearing it may be on a KTM if he goes. Which seems, yeah, what I heard was, yeah. I think Honda did offer, right? Yeah, Honda, no, yeah Honda's on the record. They're, they will go. Yes. Yep. But um, now I've heard if Sexton races, it would be on a KTM, but there sure wouldn't be a lot of prep time. Dude, are you so you're going to race SMX on a Honda. You're going to ride, practice, theoretically practice on an orange bike during the week, right? Uh, although that will be out of his contract, but we all think he would because there's just zero chance he jumps on a KTM for the first time, uh, you know, October or September one well i don't know i mean that's part of the problem i mean if he's going for a million dollars in the smx like i don't know if he's gonna be doing the nation's testing on a ktm before the los angeles he, race i think this week is really big for sexton well we will know this week uh it's i hear it's coming down to this week but i i, I mean you got one week off after the coliseum to really moto on a ktm on a steel frame ktm like I mean, Chase Sexton's an amazing rider, but, like, wow, that's not no, that's a lot not of time. That's not that's great. Not. Um, I'll, still, I'll take it. <laughs> JT's in. JT's in. I'll still take uh, it, yes. Uh, He's our best guy. And then I heard Brian told the AMA that they don't really want to go. It's been a long year. Yeah, I heard. 
You heard, I heard he's out. You heard he's out. Yeah. So uh, someone I not believe that. Someone told me that Duff booked a vacation. His mechanic booked a vacation during the Disney Nations time. Like he put it out there. Like I'll be in Australia. Yeah, I thought I thought he was a mortal lock. Like I was like after going into this weekend, I'm like he's definitely in. Like there's not even a question. He's our 250 guy. And then I heard from several people like now he's he's probably out. So now I don't know. I don't know what we do. Because then I'm like, well, okay, if he's out, then RJ's in. But then RJ's done for motocross. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. This is this is why I'm frustrated. It's piecemealing again. Uh, I think there's people that really want Cooper Webb on the team. Which. Yep. Uh, I'm okay with that, I guess. I, I don't know. He's been riding, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But do you put Cooper on a – no. So then I heard Barsha on a 2 the F. I don't think Barsha's in. I think Barsha's out. Uh, talking to some people this weekend that would know, yep. um, I think he has plans for the month of October that don't include racing in France. Because <laughs> none of these guys want to say it, right? But, like, I don't know why yep. they don't want to say it. They can come out and be like, hey, man – I want the USA to be the very best team, and I won't be at my peak for that race uh, for different reasons. You don't you got to you don't got to say the reasons, and then you just say so. I'm uh, I won't be on it. But instead, whether you're Barsha or Sexton, because they asked Barsha on the broadcast this weekend, and Sexton, mm-hmm. everyone says they want to go because they don't want any backlash. But I don't feel it would be backlash if you framed it the right way. You know, I don't know. I feel like you wouldn't get backlash if you're like I just want the very best team, and I'm not at my best. Again, you don't. Apparently, go on YouTube. <laughs> so, uh, and and for Deegan not going, like I've said, uh, you know, like I'll, 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 I won't come down on a guy for not going. Like, there's just I understand it, man. It's a you don't get any money. It's a lot of extra work. Um, you you know, you maybe you want to get rest. Uh, all of this stuff, like, yeah, I I understand. Like, if, if a guy says he doesn't want to go, I mean, again, McGrath McGrath said no. Bradshaw said no. Like yeah. I'm still in shock that Deegan's not going. If that's if that is the case, and if that is true, I don't know that to be fact. Yeah, I was told. Yeah, I was told by I'm somebody shocked. that would know that Brian said we don't we don't want to go. So yeah, I'm not I'm not repeating things from just randos. Okay, these are, these are people YouTube? that are like <laughs> yeah yeah these are people that are connected that ha- you know they they would know. So if you heard correct uh, about Barsha, yeah, and if you heard correct about Barsha. And if we don't think Sexton's going, because I don't, maybe you two do. Uh, I, I, I don't have a hard opinion on that one. Okay. Well, let's say he's out for obvious reasons and Barsha's out for what you say. Don't and, do that. Don't, don't and sabotage Deegan's our Sexton out. team yet. Who do you send? Like, let's just, what's... Is... Zacco, Sealy, and Covington. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Zacco would go 100% right now. You, you name it. Yes, he would. <laughs> On his off-road bike. Yeah, with with a big tank. Uh, yep. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be no, tough. You send RJ. You send RJ. You send AP. And, and I don't know if Anderson would be willing to do it, but he would be my no, next choice. No, they're out. They're out. Cowie's, Cowie's never in. Yeah, they're out. That's already. I mean, you can't say they're, they're never, in. never in. No, they, they are never they in. They would be in the right circle. I don't, they're I never don't in. agree with that. No, they are out for this year. They're out yes, for I agree with that. But never, never in is not. I don't think that's appropriate. They race this race a lot. Not with the current uh, people that are running things over there. But Bruce, Bruce is has been there through them racing this race before. But I think Red Bud twenty eighteen was the final straw. They were like, okay, we're done. Well, yeah. When you, I mean, look how it went. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so again, woot. 
I'm just surprised Deke is not going because to me, if they go and they do some YouTube videos and they sell some shirts and stuff and merch on their website, they will make so much money. My God. Do you put RJ on a 450? <laughs> wow. And then who's I, a I think you guy? put him on whatever whatever we need. Okay. I, he, I think he's one to ride either bike. Could you but say? I, like, I take. I think we put Webb on the 450. We put AP on a 450, and we put RJ on the 250. Okay. I don't. I don't see another. Yep. Alternative nope. than that yeah, if that's... it goes that way. That's uh that's probably the best. Yep. If all the if all the and scenarios... that team doesn't make me that team doesn't kill myself. Like I'm I'm okay with that team. Like, <laughs> oh well, that's nice. I don't think that's... we have the best team going in, but it's not 2017. That that's a podium team. It, we have a chance. Like I'm not saying yeah. we're going to win. I don't yeah, think yeah. we would have yeah. the best team then. No. But like 2017, I got on a plane for for London knowing we were going to get smoked. Hey, Hurling's just went out again. Like maybe it, it's it's. It's always a sliding scale of who you're even racing against. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Um, I mean, the French should win. The French should win is what I should mean, happen. No, no. Have you heard about Hunter and Jet Lawrence? Yeah. Have you seen them? Aussie should win, in my mind. It's in France, bro. It, it's in France. Okay. I mean, Jet's going to win. I'm not saying Jet's not going to win, but I don't know. It's it's going to be really hard to beat the French in France, I think. Like, yes, well, the Australians would be great. I just bro. Who is the third guy? The third guy is going to be the tipping point. They have not had a great performance out of the third guy in a long time. Yeah, Evans is not having a great season. I think maybe there was some hope for Jay Wilson here. Um, yeah, because he'd have great support. You, you give me a, you give me a Dean Ferris at Majora performance. Sure, they win. Torsion they win. But I don't. You can't count on that. Jet and Hunter do what they should do. You just need your guy to get one ninth place finish and then just drop his other score. Now, if there's a disaster for Hunter or Jet, you don't have any room for error. That's the problem. But you can get a ninth out of your guy. Yeah, MX3? Sure. Well, assuming they win. MX3, 250. I'm saying if they do what they should do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Febra Febra in France is going to be the real deal. I'm just telling you that right now. So if they. it's, It's not doing that Jet just crushes him. So if they send if Sexton ends up going and it's Sexton AP and RJ, it's a good team. Too. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I just remember Chad Reed trying the Suzuki for the first time real quick at the end of '08, and it was it was not good. Yeah, it's the only oh, sample I have of a guy they, jumping they on a new bike. Where were they? But Coop jumped into a 450. Donington, um, same Is brand. Donington? Yeah, Donington, same brand, same brand. But Coop jumped into a 450. Okay, all right. Um, the, the 250 guy racing a 450 and vice versa has gone well, but I'm trying to think of high end guys rushing getting on a bike in a few days and trying it. That's the only one I can think of, and it wasn't going to be on the 450 and, and kicks in the ass. That's fine. They do that all the time. The switching teams yeah. at the nations. I mean, it's a small sample size. Maybe I shouldn't even count it. Knowing well, Chad, he might have been having some fun. And then also, he was, yeah. what was his level of commitment? I'm not sure. I don't know. But, yeah, so, well, we'll see what happens. It's supposed to be announced this week. Uh, I would think it is. Maybe they hold it off, but I, I got a feeling they got to do it pretty soon. So, this is a – I did not know that Barsha was out. I thought this podium-ish level of Barsha, I'm like, ah, oh, that's a cinch right there. But you're saying he might not be able to do it anyway. Yeah, I didn't hear that. The person I talked to mentioned Barsha, Barsha, mentioned Barsha yeah. on a 250F. So, yeah. But I didn't – Yeah, I think if Barsha can race, he's one of the three guys then. I don't think yeah. Barsha's going. Right. Again, I already said that, but yeah. I don't think he's going. Yeah. But to JT's point, I know we're probably going to go here. This has been the longest pot ever. But No, it hasn't actually been. Yeah. Oh, if you tell it's people what we end up with, 
Look what we end up with. If you tell people that the team that won last year, not one of those three guys is going to be on the team, and that is a distinct possibility. Jay Coop can't. Tomac can't. Sexton is a very much maybe. That's not the news anyone wants to hear. It's funny, though. I tweeted that out, no. I tweeted that out yesterday about the stuff that I heard. And like then just everyone just attacked Deegan. And it's just like he is just so Oh, it's incredible. It, it's just phenomenal. The Bed bugs. Bed Did bugs. Bed bugs come out? <laughs> the, <laughs> fuck you, Weech, but you're yes, yes, the bed bugs. They were you everywhere. Can't escape it. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You say something about Deegan and they're back. It, it's 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 uh you say a lot of dumb things, but this you, this one was dumb, and then it's turning out to be brilliant. Only because so. you don't spend enough time on YouTube. That's why I was ahead of the curve on this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, did I you just... see? Did I did I screenshot tweet saying that he? Why don't me, JT, Stu, or RC have a public call to action to make these fans calm down and stop hating on Deegan? He's great for the sport. Why does why do all these fans do this? It's up to us. Let's carry the flag. Let's get a, a call to action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call to action. Maybe you guys could do like an official, like a White House press conference. You could have a podium. You can break into. Yes. You can break into the news. Like you can break into the TV. Yes, yes. we demand. Yeah. Stop hating on Hayden Deegan. It's yeah. incredible. Watergate. Yeah. The polarization is just unreal. Yeah, because people, you know, people started talking about when when I was asking about the American thing, of course, a few weeks ago, and it turned into that. And I'm just like, wait, I. I I don't care if he doesn't go. Like I understand it. I'm not. I'm not sitting here rubbing my hands together. Like, oh yeah. Like he's he's not a patriot. Like, uh, why would you ever say that? Like you you know you have no idea because he just you don't know what's going on. He could be nursing an injury. It's a long season. He's a rookie. Blah blah blah. Like I, I get it, man. Like don't don't all you bed bugs don't get me into this. You know don't. <laughs> the don't... only part that surprises me is Brian Deegan is such a master, a marketing freaking genius. I'm not going to get into the USA thing, but like I said, it is going to work. I just can't believe that they're not going to take this opportunity because they will. It will be so big for their brand to race for Team USA. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. Same reason. Yeah. I have yep. one more SMX thing to, before we go. Uh, Hammaker needs 16 to get into the sh- the show. Like not, he's already in the LCQ, but to get into the show. But then Chance High. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, okay. all right we're good. We're good. Right. We're good. Right, listen, we got four motos to go and about eight guys that can move up and down. That's what this is supposed to be. We've got something else. Yeah, no. Two motos. I I understand yeah, that. Two motos. Apparently, sorry. you two guys get money each time you mention playoffs. Uh, it does seem that way. That there's money. Playoffs. There's monthly. Yeah, playoffs? playoffs. You you guys. It seems like it's like a direct like a Pac Man pellet. Ding 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 ding. I, I would like to. I would like to put forth that you have mentioned the playoffs more than anybody in this podcast. No, I just mentioned SMX. You two, yeah. the, the whole broadcast team has some sort of electric shock if they don't mention playoffs every five minutes. So I don't know what's going on. So I forgot I would roll with that into this you podcast. You've only mentioned SMX. That's what. That's what it is. Yeah, but the word playoffs is what I'm talking. The word playoffs. The playoffs where no one gets eliminated. Love those playoffs. I love the NHL playoffs where no one gets eliminated. eliminated. When we start the series in in Charlotte. If he races Supercross, might get eliminated. Well, that's why I want him in. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, I won't be there this weekend. Uh, I will be representing Canada at the uh, Vet Des Nations this weekend with uh, Ryan Villapoto, Zach Osborne, Tyler Bowers, Doug Dubok, Chris Kiefer, 
and Mike Brown. So I'll be in the UK. That is bizarre. Got it. If Thank you guys you. need any updates, uh, <laughs> let me know. We've been on this show long enough. That, that's a whole nother. Yeah, we can spend another long. 20 minutes on this. Okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Fly Racing, Maxis, Renthal, Cobolinks, Motorsport.com, Onyx Maps, the Kawasaki SR450, Weez, JT. Thanks, guys. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners.